Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome everyone to another Super Rugby Podcast with your host Damien Warren and Toby Harris. And we are on week 11 of the Super Rugby competition. We are. And as per normal, Toast, we're going to start the show with our listeners' questions. We do say that it is the best part of uh, the quiz. Well, I mean, you do. <laughs> and you don't. <laughs> I think every time I win the quiz, that is the best time. Can we just talk about the quiz? <laughs> no. Because no. last week, <laughs> no, uh, you made me believe that we drew the quiz. And actually, after listening to the Super Rugby podcast back again, you, oh, we drew, you drew, but actually you lost. I won two points to one, so um, I'm going to take one. that. <laughs> two points, two points to one. <laughs> That's any clearer. Oh, village. So I, I'm going to take the victory. But um, the, the best part for me is the listeners' questions. But normally, Toby, we completely forget to plug our own uh, our own selves. Yeah. How do they get hold of us? What's the best way to get hold of us? Uh, via email, uh, super the super rugby podcast at gmail dot com. But we're also on the Twitter. I think the Twitter is a great way Facebook. to get the Facebook. But the Twitter, so you can see up there at Super Rugby uh, Pod is our Twitter name. So get on there, join Twitter. If you're not part of Twitter, join it us, at us, <laughs> <laughs> hashtag us, or do whatever. But we've got three great questions uh, from our listeners, and we've got Darren Wipert again from Melbourne, three times on the show so far this season. He had a great question, though. He's put here, which team will Warren Gatlin come back and take over Super Rugby-wise next year? And now, will he take over a team or will he, will, will he not? For me, he's definitely going to take over a team. Do you think he'll have a, a year out, though? A, a season out just to chill out, do whatever he wants to do, and then get back into rugby? Or do you think he'll... He'll attack it and go straight into it. I think he's going to go absolutely straight into it. Oh, without any question, he's going to go straight into it. And I would be really surprised 
let, let's say, okay, let's say Steve Hansen is still the All Blacks rugby coach. Yeah, but he's not, is he? No, I'm just saying, if he was, and all of the Super Rugby coaches were, or arguably could stay the same, yeah. I still think one of them would be biffed off for him to come and take over. Really? And my money is on the Chiefs. Oh, yeah, okay, fair. That's fair enough, though, eh? My money's on the Chiefs. I think he'd want to take the Chiefs because that's local for him. Well, he used to play for the Chiefs, isn't he? Correct. Yeah. yeah. And But the thing is, the thing is, is that if, well, when Hanson goes, who's going to take his spot? Potentially Robinson. Robinson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that leaves that wide open, doesn't it? That's a, as as always, Tobes, it's a great, <laughs> it's a great question from you. I think he would rather coach the Chiefs. Yes, if it came up and no one else was offering. Yeah. But I think there might be a few of those Super Rugby franchises actually fighting over him. Yeah, well, I mean, why wouldn't you, though? He's you would. You'd top, gun top for coach. him. Oh, top, definitely. Top coach. Definitely. But and I don't the think Chiefs the coaching... Scrub- I, I, I the, don't think that the, the coaching of Super Rugby teams is right up there. He would, he would dramatically improve... Any team he goes into, yeah, I guess so. But the thing, the thing with the Chiefs is obviously they're struggling and not doing very well. Are they going to keep a hold? Who is the coach at the moment? Colin Cooper. Are they going to keep him on? I would say, it, 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 yeah, they would do if they had no one else. But they've got someone else who's top quality coaches yeah. who they know. But then who back. would go to the um, Crusaders? I think it'll be another Crusader. You look at the Crusaders, and generally they replace a Crusader with a Crusader. You look, you think of them all. You know, you've got uh, Wayne Smith. sounds like something out of a book. You've got Wayne Smith. You've got uh, Robbie Deans. Yeah. You've got um, Todd Blackadder. And then you've got Razor. Okay, so who's going to... In fact, I think every single... Crusaders coach has been a previous Crusader. Do you think Richie McCaw could come into the frame? Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying he wouldn't be good. I just don't think he's interested at the moment. No, too busy buddy flying planes, mate. He loves flying planes and helicopters. So I'm going to say he's... he. Yeah, I think the Crusaders might be a fit because they're probably going to be spaced there. But I think he's gunning for the Chiefs and I think he'd like to be at home. That would be absolutely perfect fit for him. So I'm going to say... The Chiefs. All righty. What's our next question? Mate, this one's from Marcus North from Johannesburg. I don't think we've had anyone from Johannesburg. No. We've had a one uh, one question, from, one other question from another South African. Yeah. Uh, he says, and this is another very, very good question. In the modern game, with defensive structures being so well organized, there seems to be a lack of space. What would you do to try and create more space for players to attack? Well, we sort of saw the um, the Hurricanes doing it against the Chiefs, weren't we? We were watching them attack around the ruck, changing that angle up, you know, starting wide, drawing that man out, and then hitting a good line back into the ruck area. And oh, it might have been the Highlanders. Anyway, Highlanders, Hurricanes, either or. And I think it's just drawing your man out and just changing the angle on the ball. I think there's lots of things you can do to, to try and create space from slow ball, which I think, I'm not sure that whether this is Marcus's question, but I think this, even without changing the rules, I think there's lots of things that you can do. I just don't think that 
coaches have, have given it as much importance until this year. And I think we're seeing a lot of teams really working to, to, to create, widen that seam in between the ruck mm. and, and the first or second guards. Well, the Sun, Sunwolves did a bloody good job of it, didn't they? They did, yeah. Uh, they, they, uh, <laughs> they, 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 they create a lot they of got, space. They got um, cream cracking. But I think if, if we were going back and we knew that the professional era was, was going to sort of breed such fit, strong uh, and big players, yeah. I think they'd widen the pitch. I was going to say that. Yeah. It's not possible on every ground because obviously the grandstands and all that type of thing. Yeah, there are other things we could we could take players off the pitch. I don't think they'll do that. You know, no, I don't no, think we're going to go down to thirteen. Into, no, but well, I think we're getting into rugby league. We didn't mention you? this earlier. You could change the height of the tackle, and by making players tackle lower, by saying you know a high tackle is anything above the old the old nips, the old chilly ones. <laughs> the, uh, then. Potentially, you're going to get a lot of players attacking low, which means that you'll offload offloads come to into the game, which will open up the space. So yeah, but we no, no, we don't want to see that. This well, it's one of those, you isn't do, it? You know, uh, no, village, no, it's not that I want to see it, but what I don't want to see is what's happening at the moment, which is just one-out rugby players smashing it up. You know, you look at the carries, the number of carries some teams are going through. It's just boring rugby. Yeah. It's a little bit like having a conversation with you. It's just really, really dull and boring at times. Dull like this shorter, mate. <laughs> you know me. So I think anything we can do to make yeah. rugby more attractive. You might notice the New Zealand teams, I know we're new, new, two New Zealanders, but the New Zealand teams do seem to throw the ball around a lot more than some of the other teams. Yes. Um, well, you just look at the scores from the weekend. The number of tries, the scores, yeah. the intensity levels. Yeah. So for me, anything that will improve that area would be good. So... I think they would like to make the pitch wider, create more space. Don't think they can do that, but they can change some of the rules to to enable yeah. the offload game to happen a little bit more. And possibly they could even change the rules to say that you've got to have a certain number of players even involved in a ruck. That would mean that you have less players fanning out, mate. But then, then you are changing then, the fabric yeah. of rugby. I know, not yeah. what we want to do. No, but it's it is a real issue because it is becoming quite. It's becoming Northern Hemisphere right. rugby. Yeah, absolutely. And we, do, we, we don't want no. that. <laughs> Mate, what's the last question anyway? You've got it over there as well. Uh, from Tim Phillips from New York. First Unique American. New oh, no, York. we had someone from Texas, didn't yes, we? Yes, we did. Oh, Texas. I love Texas. <laughs> Righto. Hi, guys. Uh, I am new to rugby, but have been impressed to see how well the US Sevens team is doing they are doing very very well uh do you ever think the us 15 aside team will be a force in the future i can't see why they wouldn't man they've got some talent over there they've, they've got, got a lot some talent but the thing is that there's at the moment there's no money in rugby there there is now <clears throat> i was there they're starting their first professional rugby union league, league really over there yeah so there's going to be professional clubs they're pumping loads of money into it. Did I tell you I played against uh, a <laughs> a one Perry Baker? Did you really? Yeah. yeah. He skinned you, didn't he? he? No, he didn't skin <laughs> me. Initially, I skinned him, and then I got about two meters beyond him and got absolutely walloped. Do you know what? I've watched him play. 
quite a few times. Can you just all imagine uh, me running after Barry Baker? Yeah, I'd be running after Perry Baker, that's for sure. Oh, man. I, I think they're going to be a force. I think their biggest issue they're going to have is a little bit like all developing nations. How do you get in and play the big boys? Because you've got the six nations. But the thing is, is that at the moment, just in the US, they've got no one. They've got Canada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've got yeah. the. They've got no one to play. They've got no, exactly. They've got um, the South American teams potentially. You know, Uruguay, Brazil are coming into it now. Yeah, but but what I'm trying to say is, unless they what get into either the Six Nations, yeah. or the Tri Nation, or the Championship, they're not going to regularly play the big boys, and therefore they're not going to get the games they need to improve. No. And that's the problem with world rugby. Well, they're you, a tier two team, aren't they? But it doesn't matter whether you're a tier two team or not. No, unless you're part of those competitions. You're not gonna. You're not gonna improve. I could be wrong. Actually, they could be tier one. I don't know that. No, no, they're definitely not tier one. Mate. Oh, they tier two. They, well, they could be even tier three, mate. <laughs> no, they're, <laughs> they're not. Definitely, they're definitely. There could be bloody Jason <laughs> tier tier eight. <laughs> <laughs> Too many tiers to look at. But the, until they, so that's the problem with world rugby is you've got the Six Nations, which yeah. is a closed shop because it's run by well, the Six Nations. Yeah, and then you've got your. Your championship, which is run by Sanzar, yeah, and they're not saying, "Oh, we're going to drop people and bring people up." No, that's right. So therefore, they're shut, shut books. The only world rugby competition that's run is actually the sevens, and you can see how successful that is because that's run by by world rugby, not by any other uh, company well, or. They've also got when it comes to let's say Dubai sevens, they've got a qualifier for the the uh, the tournament after Dubai sevens, and so on and so forth. So at each tournament, they've also got a qualifying tournament yeah, to, to allow other to allow other, other teams to, to actually come, in. come into it, yeah. which is really good, isn't it? Well, just imagine if they had that for, you know, international games. Oh yeah, yeah how much better would teams get? I, I actually think that um, America will get that opportunity because everyone wants the dollar. Yes, everyone wants the dollar. So a smart move would be for Sanzar to say, hey, come and play. Come and play us. We'll take your dollar. We'll take your Definitely. We'll take your supporters. We'll, we'll come and play a couple games in America. Absolutely. Although the All Blacks kind of already do sometimes, don't yeah, they? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Soldier Park. Soldiers Field, mate. <laughs> Soldiers, Soldiers Field. <laughs> Village. <laughs> so I would say that was a good question, it's actually, a matter Tim. of time before they do become big, big players because yeah. they've got the talent pool. They don't have the knowledge yet, but no. they'll get that pretty quick. But the thing, they, they do have the talent pool 100% because they've got NFL stars yeah, yeah. or yeah. NFL players on the brink of you know making a team or not. And a lot of them will just go, mm, I might have a go at rugby. Well, I've, I've not made the NFL. You know, I've not made no. the NFL. I'm probably not going to. So I'll, I'll go and, and, and change and up. A, yeah. and I mean, it's a big, big step. I mean, sevens is one thing. You've seen Kenya do well on sevens. Yeah. You've seen Spain do quite well. There's a massive step up to play 15-a-side game. It's so much more technical. But it's a matter of time. The more... Yeah, but if they're having a professional league, it's only, a, like a you matter say, a matter of time before they can work their way up. Yeah. Tier by tier. <laughs> So I'm definitely going to say how how many years would you give it though, Topes? Five, or I'll I'm give going to uh, say it, ten. I'll give it five years before they can beat the likes of Italy, Uruguay, those sorts of teams. They might actually already beat Uruguay. 
Uh, Not sure. I would say five years before they're before they're pushing teams like, you know, Canada, Georgia, Georgia, Georgia are good though. Hey, yeah, no, that's what I mean. Good. How good's their pack? But I, I do think it won't be that long before they're beating them. Yeah. And then it's just a matter of time. Before Ten years they... before they beat England, maybe only two years, mate. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say that, but I'd say 10 years before they're, they're in and around, yeah. you know, playing, playing with decent the big standards, boys yeah. regularly. That would be fantastic yeah. to see. Anyway, that is the listeners' questions. Yeah. The other thing is, go onto Twitter and subscribe to us. Oh. Or follow us, or whatever it is. Follow us, I think it is. <laughs> no, it's follow I'm not us. sure, mate. Um, You're the one with the Twitter. Yeah, I'm the one that does the Twitter account. I'm learning. I'm learning as we go. Never had Twitter before we did this. Learning pretty slowly, though. Um, so slow, slow and sure. But um, definitely get on there and follow us. And then you can direct message us with your questions. Because yeah. at the moment, we get most of our questions through the, the email. email, which is also good. But anyway, we're moving on to the review of this week's game. This week's games. Righto. So the first game up uh, was the Crusaders versus the Lions. So the Crusaders won 36-10. What do you think, mate? Well, I mean, Your I was team. obviously pleased uh, there because that was a real banana or potential banana skin that could yeah. have happened. Luckily, it didn't. I think, as I said before, if the Lions had got an early lead, then it might have been a different story, but they didn't get an early lead and it went the other way. Crusaders got an early lead and it was just never going to look back. Well, the thing was, mate, even I was clapping for the Crusaders. Why were you clapping for the Crusaders? There's a couple of bloody great tries. Sivu Reese. Yeah, he is. Um, what a what a guy. You know, you know who he, who did he play for before moving to the Crusaders? Do you know that? I wouldn't have a clue. He played for the uh, not Taranaki, not Taranaki with the Chiefs. Waikato. He played for Waikato. Really? He played for Waikato so since Wai- 2016, and he's just come in to Super Rugby. He's bloomed, hasn't he? Why hasn't the chi- why haven't the Chiefs picked him up? Why wouldn't you? Oh, powerful, fast, fast, skillful, small, aggressive, aggressive. <laughs> I tell you what, he's been bumping off some big fellas too, hasn't he? Oh man, you know, yeah, uh, almost as fat as you, mate. Um, <laughs> I, I mate, Harvey, Harvey for me. Had a shocker. You, oh, you said that. Yeah, I, I did don't say reckon that. he had a shocker, eh? He just made simple mistakes that didn't need to be made. You know, there was that simple drop ball. Oh, yeah, but that was George Bridge. No, I'm a massive no, fan of George Bridge. No. George Bridge, it, it, was, oh, it, it was a pass no. that was back shoulder. Mate. Have a get, look at the replay. It was a pa- I know they it was. Paid. I know, but he's running full tilt, all right? It, he should have caught it. Back shoulder pass. He should have caught it. He should have caught it. No, you're right. So, but I don't you. think that leads to a shocker. Anyway, we'll have to agree to disagree. Reed, we'll have to agree that Reed, I'm right. Reed had a good game. Reed had a really good game. He's, he's getting back into it, I think. Reed had a good game. He did a lot. I think he plays a little bit like Richie McCaw, where he gets involved where people don't, where, you know, he puts his head where others won't. But in the loose, I wish you'd do that, mate. <laughs> in the in the loose, he he's nowhere near as effective as he was three, four seasons ago. But he does a lot, a lot of work that people don't notice. Great in the lineouts, great in the scrums. Lineout work is good, isn't it? Yeah. My picking point for this week is the scrums. There were so many resets this week that it really annoyed me. I would like someone, not me, maybe someone out there, to go through and actually time how long it takes 
for the scrums to actually reset in each game. I reckon it'd be it'd be a few minutes at least. Well, I, and that's all it takes. To sometimes when I'm watching these games, obviously we can't watch them all live. We would love to watch them all live. Uh, we watch as many live as we can. But with work and, and those types of commitments, we often have to watch them replay. And we have to sometimes fast forward. Well, sometimes you can fast forward the reset scrums and you will get a game down to like just over an hour. Yeah, that's what I mean. You know, which is a lot of reset scrums, yeah. isn't it? A lot of reset scrums. I'm absolutely, I reckon they should penalise anyone unless they stay square. I, if the referee started to really knuckle down on props turning in, yeah, right, and say, okay, if I see you turn in, doesn't matter which side you're on, if you turn in, you're going to get a, you're going to get a penalty or even like a free kick, even a yellow card. They yeah. would literally <laughs> that, stop it. That escalated so quickly. <laughs> it free actually kick, went down and then it went, and then, and then it went <laughs> up as well. So, mate, I've got one other thing that's actually quite village, and the Crusaders are village. Uh, we all know that. Um, the, when they you mean scorch... the nine-times champion Crusaders? Yeah. No one's counting, mate. You are. Uh, <laughs> with the, There's lights on the goalposts. So that when the Crusaders I'm really sorry. Score... Can I just apologise to anyone else out there? Whoever thought that was a good idea needs to be put back in their box. Oh, you know what, mate? I reckon it's a great idea to, to make the lights, the, the, the post flash red when the ball goes just, through. Just like the cricket bales when you get a wicket. Come on, fellas. Sort it out. It's awful. Yeah. It is awful. 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 I thought the Lions were very easy to defend against. They didn't have much go forward. The, when the, line, the Lions are a team that, again, they just strangle you. And they had to start throwing the ball around and then just not good well, at that. No, it's not their game, is it? Oh, absolutely not yeah. their game, no. Not their game at all. Other things that I, that I thought were just, you know, they tried to run it, but they weren't. They weren't. They were outclassed. Oh, Braden yeah. Enor. He Enor, had a, he had he had a great game. game. And yeah. he's a guy for the future. He as well. Yeah, that's his preferred position. Oh, really? Yeah. He's he, got plenty of pace, He's got plenty he? of gas. Uh, he, he's definitely someone to look at the future. Let, should we move on? Because yeah, I think that was a on. game. That, it was a good well, game. But it was a good game. But, you know, it's the Crusaders. No one really cares. The next game, though, Tobes. Oh, this was fantastic. The Sunwolves at home to the Highlanders. 52-0. An absolute drumming. Absolute drumming. It was... Uh, didn't have Ben Smith. No. Didn't need Ben Smith. Didn't need Ben Smith. Who who came in for him? No idea. <laughs> <laughs> Marty Banks. Fettis. Oh, yeah, Fettis. He, he didn't Fettis. play very well. But he's he didn't carrying need to. a bit of a knee injury as well, Fettis. Yeah, last. Yeah, that's right. That's a, he, he's a good player, though. He's ben, a good team man, isn't he? Aaron Smith. Oh. I mean, what I've written down here, mate, is that the thing that makes the Highlanders so impressive is that very few players outshine other players apart from Smith is a yeah. class above oh. I put down here Franklin at four played really well yes and Coltman at two yeah played he, really he well. had a lot of turnovers actually but the rest of the team work hard for each other and as we've said right at the start of the season they are the best team Definitely. when it comes to teamwork yeah they work really really hard for each other teamwork makes the Dreams work, mate. Oh, Teamwork yeah. makes dreams work. <laughs> I just thought the Sunwolves looked really, really tired and disjointed. And for the first time this season, their set pieces 
were an absolute mess. Yeah, why is that? They had again. They had the back row in the back line. I think they had a few. They had, they had a few. I mean, they are really, really now struggling for numbers. Yeah, they've had a few long term injuries now, and you know, not even their first choice nines playing. No. Their midfield's full of number eight forwards. Yeah. Although I tell you what, the um, fullback who started the game, he played really well. Yeah, I'm not sure of his name. It might have been Timu, mate. It no, might have been I don't think so. It wasn't. No, it was a um, Japanese bloke. Oh, okay. Well, all I was Kicked watching, well, all well. I was watching, was the scoreboard going up and up and Ticking up and up. Into. Can I also say though? The Sunwolves fans again well, are absolutely wonderful. fantastic. Wonderful, oh, yeah. I think, <laughs> I think they are the best fans because they that they genuinely are clapping both teams. You know, there's not a lot of Highlanders supporters that were out there. They they were looking. They were they were watching rugby, weren't they? They were just enjoying. They weren't the game. watching their team. No, they, they, they were they were you know a real credit to their uh, to their Sunwolves team. But that's it, mate. Fifty two points to nil. The first time the Sunwolves have been beasted this year. The first time the Sunwolves have looked like... Well, they didn't even get it on the scoreboard, did they? No, didn't even look Nothing. like... They just made mistake after mistake. It was a really... It was actually a bit sad. A bit sad to see them perform so so poorly. Yeah. Next game, though, was a, an absolute rip-snorter of a first half. It was the Hurricanes at home to the Chiefs. It was 47 points to 19. And I've written down here, Geordie, we like to bag Barrett, <laughs> had an absolutely wonderful first half, didn't he, Tobes? Oh, honestly, just before he scored that try, we were like, he is so village. <laughs> Why is he playing there? <laughs> blah, 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 blah. And then he scored an absolute cracker. He's, yeah, he scored, he scored two, didn't he? He scored two, he? Yeah. And they were both very, very well taken second, The second try was a bit untouched. village of defence. Uh, yeah, it was, to be and fair. And it was but... a little bit of what was going to happen later in the game as well. Yeah. They fought yeah. back pretty well, the Chiefs, in that first half to bring it somewhat close. I think, I know it's 28-12 at half time, but it did feel like there was the possibility of them yeah. coming back into the game and... I think Arnie Savia, what a game oh. he had! How about that? He so that his try, he created the turnover, yeah, and then he got back up and legged and scored the bloody try. Yeah, he he. I mean, he's, the only he's thing, a good player. the he's only thing I would player. say about Arnie Savia is sometimes he plays like that, and then sometimes he has an off game, and yeah. and. If you look, and we always, you know, look at loose forwards against Richie McCaw, Richie McCaw didn't have the bad games. Arguably, he didn't have the games like Artis Vier has, where he's yeah. absolute dominant the whole time. But you've got to have that consistency. And I think that's the reason why he's a bench player yeah, and not a starter. And he, come, he comes onto the field with 20 minutes to go. And he's consistently good yeah. as a bench player. Yeah. Consistently brings that energy, changes the game, but he does he have it from a starting point of view for the All Blacks? Because I think he'll maybe play his first game really, really well, but then other games he will just not deliver. Yeah, week in, game in, game out. Yeah, uh, TJ, he's he's yeah, playing yeah, yeah. really well. Uh, very, very impressive. We've got some great halfbacks. Yeah, we've got many, many a halfback. Yeah. Bryn Hall, not even in the squad, mate. 
Uh, we Great halfback. Like, we don't like oh, Great Brad, Brad Weber. <laughs> yeah, ripping it up, mate. Ripping it up. He's been, hey, you can't knock Brad Weber this he season. He didn't play, actually. Didn't play. No, he didn't no. play. I thought the Chiefs' defence, one thing that I really noticed was they got narrow really, really quickly. Yeah, you they mentioned panicked. that straight away. They put too many players into rucks, mm. and then they realised they were outflanked, and because they thought they were outflanked, they went wide and left holes straight through the middle. Yeah. It was, do you know what? It was like, you know, playing first 15 rugby, you've got on the bus, you've had a long way to travel, you get off the bus, and then you're like still on the bus for 20 minutes. <laughs> That's what they were like, yeah. the Chiefs. They really started didn't badly. Turn up. Didn't turn up. No. Uh, and didn't turn up in the second but half. To be well. fair, it was a good start from the Hurricanes. It was a very good start. Good start from the Hurricanes. Uh, bad, bad start from the Chiefs. One of the questions I've got down here were the Hurricanes good? Or were the Chiefs bad? Yeah. Well, you you spelt were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, for that, mate. Yeah, and I think it's a factor of the both of them. You know, the Chiefs, as you say, didn't turn up, and then the Hurricanes were good. Were good. Were good. Yeah. And they didn't take their foot off the gas. What was interesting was uh, middle of the you know sort of halftime chat with the coaching staff. They did talk about the fact that they were having a problem with some of their players not committing to the hard press. And I think this is something that a lot of the New Zealand teams, a lot of the Australian teams are working hard on as their, yeah. their defence. The, the issue with that is unless you all commit, then you do, do leave those gaps. And I think it takes more than just one season to Everyone, bring in a new yeah. defensive structure. And I think the Chiefs possibly may be struggling with that this year. Yeah. I did think that uh, ALB was Anton Leonard Brown, mate, if you don't understand what that he is. He had another great game. Another though. great game, and he's playing for a team that is struggling. Just thought they lost their shape, yeah. lost their shape in, in attack and defense. Yeah, well, Especially second half, we love Stephen Donald. <laughs> we love Stephen Donald. But he was village. He was awful when he came <laughs> he on, wasn't was, he? Yeah. And hey, did you notice that Stephen, where's my grey hair Donald gone? I mean, seriously, he's put on some regain. Or not regain, what is it? I don't what know. Is, what mate. do they call that? Pantene Pro V. No, I don't mate, know. not That's Pantene Pro V. That's shampoo. <laughs> just for men. Just, just for men. men. He's put a bit of just for men on there. <laughs> How on earth do you know that? <laughs> I think you, you might got some mind. upstairs, eh? <laughs> <laughs> you might find that uh, I, I'm. Like, every time I go to the shop, I'm looking at those packets at the moment. Oh. But yeah. 47-19. I think it was a fair reflection between the strength of both teams. Yeah. Yeah. Right, mate. Next game. Waratahs versus the Sharks. Now, we had the Waratahs down to win, didn't we? But then they lost 23-15. This was a... Hey, first question for you. There was a two yellows, one red. Yeah. Okay. Was the red a red? And my answer is yes. The red was a red. He made elbow. Imagine if the Reds got a red. <laughs> he, <laughs> he elbowed. Sorry, everyone. He elbowed the player in the face with, oh, yeah, with no force. But whatever. That's not the point, though. Didn't even look like he really meant to do it. But I think he did mean to do it. So I think that's a red. But the yellow was really like the yellow was oh to the letter of the law. It's a yellow. But yeah. anyone watching that that thought that was a yellow card. I just think, what's happening with rugby? I mean, he, so basically, he's picked the player up. He's gone a, beyond the horizontal, and therefore it's a yellow. 
but he didn't really. How did pick... he let him down though? I oh, didn't like so see nicely. <laughs> you almost let him down like, like a pillow. Just mate. imagine I pick my daughter up. You know, I'm sort of playing around and and I let her down nicely. It was almost like what he did. Right. He was really. I mean, you know, there was never going to be an injury there. Okay. So for me, it was just wasn't a. And they were down to thirteen players. Yeah. So thirteen players at that point, they were never going to come what, back. At what time did the red card actually happen? Pretty much straight after half time. Yeah. Oh so absolutely, because it was ten all, mate. Straight away. Ten all. But the red card was a red card. We just had an absolute brain fart. So he's put his team under the pump. So fourteen versus fourteen because one of their guys got a yellow. They came back quite strong with with yeah. fourteen players in the end, but Bernard Foley had a kick. Yeah, it was a pretty easy that. kick, and he he seen it right. My he's, question, he's not playing very well actually. He's not, season, I, I think he? he's playing okay. He's just not kicking well. And my question is, World Cup final, would you trust him? And man, you'd be struggling at the moment to say you trust him with the ball and hand on the end of the boot because he's yeah. just. I mean, that was a that was a pretty easy kick. You'd it back, was just it was just to the I left of the outright. You, I would back you to get that. What, twice out of ten, mate? I'd back you. <laughs> twice out of ten. I'll tell you what, tomorrow, <laughs> shall we go down to the ocean and see if I can kick it from the same posse? I think you can kick it from the same one, mate. So, so uh, disappointing for the Waratahs. Yeah. yeah. Maybe the Israel Folau, the, the, you know, they got it's up for slowly, that game last yeah. week, but, you know, another week. He's a week, big loss, though, isn't oh, he? Oh, God, he's a big huge loss. loss. Massive. He, and he's a huge man, isn't oh, he? Mountain. And, and, and he's a player who was really playing well this year. So yeah. sad, sad. Yeah. Ill-discipline, Sharks pounce on ill-discipline Waratahs yeah. was one of the headlines uh, that the newspapers were going but with. And technically, I think that, Sharks can't pounce, can they? No, mate. They're not the cheaters, eh? <laughs> Next game up, though, was... Uh, the Stormers versus the Bulls. A one point in this game. One point. We picked the Bulls to win. We did. We did. Yet again, we're wrong. Um, defense. Missed tackles. So we've got tackles. We've got 146 to the Stormers and 117 to the Bulls. Stormers missed 34 to 26. That's a huge amount of missed tackles. Absolute massive how, amount How have the tackles. Bulls not scored any more points than that? It's the way they, it's the way they play, mate. You know, they might people might miss tackles against them, but they're just bashing it up. Yeah. So even if they miss a tackle, slipping off. Exactly. Even if they miss a tackle, meters. it's not like they're yeah. busting and breaking and almost scoring all the time. I think if 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 you're playing and you're spinning the ball wider and you're missing tackles, you get cut to pieces. But I think the way that they play, they just bash it up. So therefore, they miss a tackle or two. It's not actually it's a big, not a big deal. But it should be. Yeah. I mean, that's a huge amount of missed tackles. Well, yeah. They actually, to be honest, mate, they, they scored a late try to to get the bonus point. So that they there was a seven you know, that they, they were Oh, so they were already they were well eight, behind. Eight points down. They were well behind and, and in reality the game was gone and they got a bonus point. A little bit like the what the Waratahs could have done if Foley had got the kill. Oh, okay, yeah. But um but he didn't. So interesting game, but it wasn't a great spectacle. No. Two heavyweights. But talk about a spectacle. Oh. The Jaguares versus the Brumbies. The first half in this game was an absolute cracker. Was it good? Uh, it was, I didn't actually see the game. It was It was brilliant. Unfortunately, 
the second half was was not a cracker. It, it was dud, and I think it was one of those where the Jaguars didn't want to show their hand. Well, they the won case. twenty points to fifteen, didn't they? Yeah. What and was the, the halftime score? I don't actually have the halftime score here, but it was it was I think there was not a, there was only some penalties in the second half. Oh right, okay. So mm. it wasn't a lot in it. The Brumbies had a chance to get back into it. They're only five I think points fact, behind. I think, I think the Jaguars kicked one penalty in the second half, and that was it. Really? Yeah. Mm. So they just really both teams <clears> didn't <throat> want to show their hand in the in the thing that they might have got a try scored against them. So they just all kept it really really tight and played really brutal rugby. But that's yeah. it. That's where we. That's where we're at, unfortunately, in world rugby. And, and as we think about the World Cup, we we as New Zealanders might sit here and say, "Oh, it's fantastic! We play this running rugby." But in reality, in test matches, we don't play like that often. Well, we do, we do. But everyone else plays that kind of tight game. Oh, Australia tend to play it pretty expensive. Yeah, I suppose Australia and us. Yeah. And I suppose all teams on their day, Japan, can, yeah, Japan, they can play that expansive. Yeah. Guy. But most teams, when push comes to shove, stick it up their jumper and just hold on to it for dear life yeah. and keep the game tight. Which team uh, do you think does that the most? Which team keeps it tight? Yeah. Well, you definitely definitely got your South African teams. Yeah. Keep it tight. Although, like when you got guys like Villaru. Yeah, you know when he's involved, they oh, do they do free it up a little bit more. England in a World Cup to a will, point, will, will keep it tight against yeah. against top teams. Wales keep it tight against yeah. top teams. Ireland, Ireland keep it tight. Yeah. They over, they've only really got their power plays off first phase. They yeah. really fling it. So most teams really keep it tight. Yeah. Apart from us and well, Australia. I tell you what, <clears throat> America, you USA could learn a thing or two, couldn't they? There you go, Tim. <laughs> right, that's a wrap though, eh mate? Hey mate, we've got our predictions for next week. Oh yes we do. We've got our predictions for next week. So, so I I've actually ticked mine before even discussing it with you. I haven't done that. No, I never re- mind. Oh, pen, mate. Never mind. I'll do it very, Just very don't quickly chew now. It, mate. Just I, don't won't, chew I won't I won't show it. I don't want So we've got the first game. Crusaders versus the Sharks. Crusaders at home. Well, I mean, I it's, it's, it's easy, easy, isn't it? It's easy. Yeah. I'm not going to say it's going to be an easy game, but it's an easy choice. It's going to have to be the Crusaders. Correct, yeah. Now we've got the Reds at home to the Sunwolves. Sunwolves off the back of an absolute They look thumping. really, really tired they as well. Do, yeah. So the Reds have had a week off. Yes. They had a week off, didn't yeah. they? Yeah, they did. I think the Reds might win it relatively easy. My thoughts exactly, yeah, and I've, that's what I've ticked. This is a massive match next, though. Hurricanes, Hurricanes Rebels. Hurricanes at home. Rebels have had a week Ooh, off. Mate, it's a day game. Quarter past six, we could get up and watch that. That's fantastic, fantastic. I'm going to say the Hurricanes, but only just. I think the Rebels are going to come out, and they're going to play fantastic <clears throat> rugby I think with a week off, I don't, they're really I don't think fresh. the Rebels have got a chance. You don't think the Rebels have got a chance? No. Nah. Nah. Question for you. What happens if Bowden Barrett doesn't play their rest them? Good question. <laughs> <laughs> I think they'll play him. I think they will need to play him. Yeah, They definitely. need to play him. Definitely. They've got no one else. They don't. I mean, we've, no. we've seen what we've they've got. We've talked about it we've as well, We've seen what we? they've got. Yeah, yeah. They, they desperately need to play him. 
I, I agree. Hurricanes will win. Again, I say this. This is how important Bowden Barrett is to the Hurricanes. Yeah. When he doesn't play, they could lose to anyone. Yeah, definitely. But if they've got him playing, they'll win. I do think it's going to be tight, though. You you don't. No. Highlanders Chiefs. Oh, this is a, this is going to be an absolute... This is going to be a cracker. This is this here, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, non-binary. Um, <laughs> this is the game of the weekend for me. This is the game of the weekend. So not for me, not for you, not for me. Really? No, no way. What? Who's the game of the weekend? The Brumbies, Blues, no, mate. No, that is no. going to be awesome. No. Anyway, I've picked the Highlanders to win. Yeah, I I'm, I absolutely agree with you. Yeah. Highlanders to win at home. They're playing great team rugby. They are, yeah. Chiefs are struggling for players, as we said they might at the start of the season. Some of our predictions at the start of the season ha- are really starting to come true now. Well, you know, we do talk some sense amongst the... Uh, Drivel. The other <laughs> stuff. <laughs> so, for me, Blues will pip... The Brumbies. That's what I've put, yep. God, we <laughs> this isn't going to be very good for us. No. Hey, this is a good one, though. This is a tough old one to pick. The Bulls versus the Waratahs. I've gone for the Bulls. They're at home. Yeah, yeah. I think they're just going to strangle them. I want to, and this is, this is coming. This is hard to say, but I actually want the Waratahs to oh, win. I don't mind the Waratahs to win, but I don't think they will. Unfortunately, then we've got the last game, mate. Jaguares at home again, and they're playing the Stormers. Jaguares for me, yeah. And Jaguares are on the rise now, eh? They They are are on the rise. They've got a bit of blood. They will really, really want to win this game. I mean, every team wants to win the game, but they'll be thinking about getting to the top of the log. It's much funny. I've been, you know, listen to a lot of the post-match press stuff. And, you know, all the South African teams, they're, they're all in a, literally a huddle. Um, no one's really pushing ahead. No one's really dropping b- behind. It is very, very congested on what they say, the log. So I think the Jaguars will narrowly win. So the only real differences for us is whether the Bulls or the New South Wales Waratahs whoever wins that one will decide yeah. whether I'm right <clears throat> or you're right. Who Who... What were our predictions last week? We pretty much got them all bang on. Were we apart all the same? From... But were, were we all the same? Oh, here we go. Here we go. I'm just asking. You know the answer. No, I don't. I don't. You do. I don't. We weren't all the same. We had one team that was out, and okay. that was whether the Hurricanes were going to beat the Chiefs or not. Oh, and you took the Chiefs. Ah, you, yeah, I won. <laughs> Brilliant. I said, and I think anyone listening will remember this. That I said if Bowden Barrett played, that they would win. Which side did you tick? I ticked the Chiefs. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Anything else he says is irrelevant. So, uh, that's a wrap of uh, next next week's predictions. I think it's going to be a good. Again, we say it every week, don't we? It's going to be a good week of rugby. It's going to be a great week of rugby. It's great to see that we've got that nice early game for us over here in the UK. Yeah. yeah. To watch, although it's, it's on a Saturday. Hey, mate, so we, still good. Still good. Need, still oh, good. Yeah, we've got school sport. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So coming up next is not the quiz. 
We're not yeah, doing the quiz scared, today. He's running scared, eh? Running, Run, running scared. scared, winning last week. Um, we are going to do our mid-season, although we're a week, week late. We're going to do our mid-season Super Rugby Podcast Awards. So, Toby, our first award that we've got is for Rookie of the Half Season. <laughs> rookie of the Half Season Village. So, who have you got for Rookie of the Half Season so far? I'm going um, Ione for the Highlanders. Oh, fly half Ione. Fly half. Because there's a number of them, isn't yeah. there? Mind you, he's the only rookie Ione. Yes. Yeah. Did he play last year, though? Did he? I can't remember where, because is he classed as a rookie? Will class him as a rookie. I'll class him as a rookie. But I'm not sure whether he's an official rookie or Or is this or like his breakout year? This is his, maybe his breakout, breakout year. Yeah. I think to be classed as a rookie, you've got to play less than five games last season. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. I didn't do my... Uh... <laughs> Who's yours, mate? For me? Well, hey. Hey, I've got more than just... Uh, I've actually got a little presentation for you. So I'm just going to go press a few buttons. It's going to bring up who I've got. Oh, man. Rookie. Oh, Rookie Sib- of the year. God, he looks Sib- dangerous. Sib- Sib- Reese, mate, for me, yeah. Look at him there. Look at him. He looks like the business, eh? And he's played like the business, too. In his he's first game, played. in his first game for the Crusaders, he was awesome. He's been awesome every, every time he's been on the pitch. Every game he's been awesome. So, he, not someone that a lot of people were talking about. People were talking about Will Jordan. This is a backs, by the way. Yeah. This is backs. We've got to go for our fours as well. He's been exceptional every single game he's played. Yeah. He's been a bit of a superstar every game he's played as well, which is why I've ma- named him my rookie of the half year for the backs. <laughs> What about for the Fords for you? I wouldn't have a clue. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you who I do like is the um the bloke who's actually come overseas, the Canadian. Yeah, he's not bad. He's uh, not bad. He's or, not Audron or Adron or Yeah, he plays four or eight. Yeah. He's not a bad player. No, he's not a bad player, but he's, but not, he's, not, he's brilliant. not great. Not like Who have you got? Not like wait for it, I'm gonna press a button. The ginger ninja himself. Yeah, I would have picked him too. He has been playing out of his skin. Now, if you go on uh, and type in, it's Tom Tom Robinson. Look at that moustache. Now, he has got some interesting head and shoulder shots. This is how we know him, apart from the moustache. He doesn't currently have the moustache, but look at that. That's absolutely fantastic. But he also has some quite normal looks. Really? Yeah, very similar to yourself. Are you going to show me? No, I'm not going to show oh. you. <laughs> <laughs> he got nothing. Uh, but he's been playing awesome rugby. He and in has. fact, I remember watching him play against the Crusaders in round one. And I thought, wow, who's this guy? Uh, right from round one. Yeah. In every yeah. game, he, he. I think possibly, I hope anyway, he'll move into that second row. Second row, you think? Yeah, I, I think for him to make the to make the step into the into the ABs. You think so? He'd be better suited to being a second row forward than, than a loose forward. I think there's a lot of competition out there for loose forward, especially blindside. And he'll find it much tougher getting into the ABs playing six. Well, who, who do you think will go into the blindsides? Well, or the blindside? You you look at it now. And, and you know, how many people are fighting for, for the six shirt? 
How how many? Well, you've got Fafita, you've got... You uh, even said today that, or yesterday, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, uh, the day before. I, I think Fafita's by... He's, there's a lot of work. Yeah. There's Frizzell. Frizzell, yeah, he's playing well. There is, coming back from injury, um, big guy from the Highlanders... Oh, Squire. Squire, Squire, yeah. The next thing I was going to say was terrible haircut, Squire. <laughs> so they're all fighting out for six. Yeah. And then, you know, arguably, you might have a situation where you could play Reed at six to enable Aikido Ioni to yeah. come on. You've also God, then, well. I mean, you know, you just think of the loose forwards they've got available yeah. to them. Tough to fit into that six. Whereas... Yeah. Second rows, we've got good second rows, don't get me wrong, but there is far less quality second rows around yeah. than there is, you know, blind side flankers. No, that's Because he's not going to be an open side flanker, let's be no, honest. He's, he's not, not going to be an no. open side flanker, is he? No. So, but what a player. Very good player. Very now it's time player. for player of the season. Jeez. You want to go for your back first? I'll go my back first. Go for it. This could be controversial, but I'm going to go Israel Falawa. Falawa. I can't knock you on this. No. He won't be the player of the season because he won't be playing. <laughs> no, but that's irrelevant though, eh? I agree we're, with you. It not, is irrelevant. Yeah. It is irrelevant. And I think he does deserve, if you just take him playing, does deserve to, to get that award. Definitely. And now, are you going to bring up another picture, mate? I am going to bring up another picture. <laughs> just wait there. TJ Perinara. You could have found a better picture, mate. No, that is TJ right there. You look at him. I don't know whether he's going to eat a hot dog or whether he's eat just... Eat a hot dog. Look at it, man. His mouth's open. Yeah, really, I can, I can really see it. <laughs> okay, I've got my glasses on. He, he, I was bagging him at the start of the season saying he didn't play well last year. No. He was a weak link for the All Blacks. I think he listened to me. <laughs> he took it personally and he... He has ripped it up this year. He has. He's been, He's been really, absolutely really well. fantastic. Yeah. And I think thoroughly deserves this award. Yeah. You could have gone for Smith at nine. I do think Smith's still number R- one R- choice. Rico? Rico's been great. Yeah. I think this guy, Piranaro, has been, been. No. He hasn't actually no. shone. He's played well, but he hasn't shone. He's played shone. well, he hasn't shone. Yeah. So. Maybe it's more because he's outdone what I thought he could do yeah. that I'm putting in there, but I thought he's very, very good. What yeah. about Fords for you? Well, there's a few, mate. You've got Savia. He's playing well. Great. He's playing very, very, yeah, great rugby. Yeah. Uh, you've got um, Ione. Yeah, again, Number great eight. rugby, yeah. yeah. Uh, you've got, yeah, but it's, I think it's hard, though, because... All of the All Blacks haven't been able to play as much. You know, I haven't seen much of Sam Whitelock, Brody Rattelic, Brody Rattelic. recently. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Kieran you are right. Reed. You are right. You're never wrong, really, are you? But we're not just talking about. No, you but know, again, we're not talking about New but, Zealand games. But again, not in the New Zealand teams. You know, your pick for Ford of the Year or Rookie Ford of the Year or Ford of the Half Year, he could be up there. He could be up there yeah, as the full player. Yeah. Like, you know, remember a few years ago when Rico won breakthrough player, but also was up there for the player of the year as well? And it's a little bit like that with some of the rookies that have been playing really well. Yeah. Brad Weber could be. Oh, no, he's back. (laughs) Don't worry. (laughs) So who are you going for? Oh, it's a tough one. 
Shall, shall I, I, shall I, I give yeah, you my you pick? Just, yeah. And then we can come back to, I to yours. I you he's a crusader. Hey, just wait here again. I'm going to press a few buttons. Pablo. Oh. Matera, yeah. I, I, he has yeah. been amazing this the year. Curveball. I actually think he is currently player of the year worldwide. Really? Yeah. I, I, I He'd be someone who I'd have in, in the ABs without question. He's just fantastic at the moment. And he's been looking... those legs. He's been looking good for a number of years as well. So this is not coming out of the blue. He's been in good form. He's been in and around, eh? Yeah. Yeah. He's been a bit raw, been sort of when he makes breaks, makes poor decisions in the past, not this year. If he has a really good World Cup, which might be difficult depending on how Argentina do then he could be right up there for World Player of the Year. I'd love to see him be in and amongst it. Cause, you know, I'd no- love to see a non-Kiwi, English, South African or Australian actually get Player of the Year. But you had one last year. You had an Irish guy, didn't you? Oh, uh, yeah, and Irish. <laughs> And I <laughs> village call by the <laughs> way, Johnny Sexton. How Johnny Sexton? Oh my goodness! Oh. What were they thinking? Not a just because they bet the All Blacks, just they got they carried the away, yeah. and they basically gave it away. Yeah, yeah. Not not good. No, not good. Not good. But mate, so going back to you, you've got to pick a forward. Who's it going to be? Ioni. I'm going to pick Ioni. Yeah, that's not a bad shout. I just don't think Ioni has been consistent enough. I think he has this year. Oh, he's been Definitely really, really good. He has, but been. has he been consistently? It's a bit like severe. You could have said severe, yeah, and I would have said, yeah, okay, I give that to you, but, but you didn't, and and then you've gone. I just think severe's been more consistent than yeah. Ioni. I want to see Ioni playing eight for the. For the ABs, yeah. Oh, so would I. Where, but where he's not. Dane consistent? Cole's gone. Dane Cole's See, has vanished off the face of the earth. He has um, over the last few weeks. I I don't actually know whether he's injured or not, but I hope he's not. No, I hope they're just oh. managing his return. Yeah, because he was playing great rugby uh, up until a few weeks ago. Yeah, that's for sure. And he would have been someone if he had played a bit more who we might have been saying is is up there for this award. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's why I brought him up. Absolutely, yeah. But anyway, mate, that is us. We're done for another week. Another week. I, I, uh, done and dusted. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to watching these games oh, and yeah. doing another podcast next week. But if they do, if our wonderful listeners or viewers uh, want to get hold of us, how do they do that, Tobes? Uh, via the email. The Gmail, so it's uh, the Super Rugby Podcast at gmail dot com. We're also on Twitter now, aren't we? Super Rugby Pod, Super oh, Rugby Pod on Who Twitter. Thought of that? That's uh, great, me, mate. me, <laughs> <laughs> and we're also on Facebook. Yeah, I would probably push them to more towards the Twitter. I like to put a few little videos on there, some questions that might get them thinking about the yeah. podcast. Yeah. There's a link to the to the podcast that this podcast will be in there. Um, I'm going to put some voting stuff on there in future weeks. So it's a really good platform for them to be involved in the show. It's all about being them involved in the show. Yeah. But also, we're just like, you know, we like the emails coming in. 
And now that we are on the Twitter, <laughs> we can uh, you can message us on there as well. Put it on our wall or whatever it's called. On our, <laughs> on our Twitter wall. Put it on our feed. <laughs> feed. Or you can direct message us. If, if, yeah. uh, if you follow us, I'll follow you. You can slip into our one, DMs. One for one. <laughs> one for one. Uh, yeah, really, really enjoyable. Love to love to get a few yeah. retweets, a few comments. Um, really great. So anyway, we have enjoyed it for another week. We look forward to seeing you, hearing from you next week. From me and Tobes, yeah. it's... Over and out. Podcast Network. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press one. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press two. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over a hundred social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today. At LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.